the Tom and Jared Gaming Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tom and Jared Gaming Show, the show where we talk yes. about all things video game related, from what we're doing playthroughs of, what we're collecting, and what are the news stories in video games. I'm with my co-host, mm -hmm. Jared. How are you doing this evening, fine sir? Eh, it's all right. <coughs> uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I have an interesting story that is video game related that might be fun to talk about, but uh, I'll save that for when we talk about games we've done playthroughs of. Yeah. Uh, but for now, we should get started. Uh, so this is going to be a bit of a different episode because... I did not have a whole lot of stories. I I had a bit of an off week. It's just I had not been feeling like myself for most of the week. And uh, basically, it's I'm not going to have the maximum amount of news stories. So what I did instead, what I planned for this episode was basically to mix it up a little bit. We'll do three news stories, and I have three questions to ask Jared. So it's not mostly news stories and just the one question. So yeah, you're going to have a big part today, Jared. Are you excited? You got you got a leading role. I'm yeah. important. You're important. First time in my life. <laughs> First time in your life you're important. <laughs> yeah. You never got the lead role of the play, but you've got the lead role in my podcast. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. If I could pat you on the back, I could. All right. So, uh, let me think. I have three different questions. Um, let me think of which question I should ask first. Uh Oh yeah, and by the way, one of them because I because I was struggling to come up with questions, one of them isn't entirely video game related. Are you still Ooh. you still cool with me asking that or should I just stick I, with I, it? It 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 depends on the question. <laughs> Who knows? All right, all right. It's, uh, <laughs> okay. Um Right, well, two of them are kind of similar in theme, so I'll ask this first question to start off with. Um, can someone be a fan of a video game if they've never actually played it but only watched a Let's Play of it? I've heard this argument before. Huh. Of uh, uh, being I a mean, Yeah, go ahead. I have personal experience. I mean, my brother, he, he doesn't play video games, but he, like, watches... A lot of people, if you don't play video games, but he watches, I know some things. I So I guess I, I know someone who, who does. So I guess <laughs> I, so you guess. I have experience with people that actually uh, do that. I mean, because I, I know I've seen people, I've seen people on the internet before who claim that they're a fan of yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. And a lot of them say they're, they're only fans because they see Let's Plays of it. But I've also seen that with like the Persona games, actually, where people s claim that they're fans of the Persona series, but they've never actually played in any of the games. They've only ever seen Let's Plays of it on YouTube and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, it seems more just like, uh, well, what do you call it, uh, like story games like that, you know, fight the Five Nights at Freddy's War, oh, which I don't think is like that good. But, you know, that that's another, another thing. But, uh, <laughs> but I guess it seems more like that. Like I, I don't know if anybody who'd be like, I mean, I guess I knew from more things, but like, uh, like, like a really gameplay focused, like a some random two D platformer or something. I don't know. But like, it makes sense. I mean, I guess because like the more story 
get driven. You know, they like the characters, they like the things, they like the other stuff. But uh, I don't know. I mean, people like what they like. They yeah. do whatever they want. Yeah, maybe they might like the story of it. That's what draws them to its attention. Yeah. But, like, I think there's other aspects that of a video game you can't say you're a fan of unless you've played it for yourself. You know, like, if you can't say you're a fan because you enjoy, uh, I don't know, the combat or you enjoy the exploration or you like you like uh, the, uh, the, the quick time events – no one would say that, but <laughs> you, you yeah. get what I mean. Like there are some aspects of a game that you can't really experience unless you've actually played it for yourself. You know. Yeah. That's why it's. I <laughs> think it's stupid when those stupid reactor channels on YouTube try to compare reaction videos to let's play videos because it's not yeah. the same thing. Because if you watch, if you watch a let's play, uh, well, let me actually start like start with this if you watch a reaction video there's no ins incentivize you to go watch the original video because it's there but to where as a video game it's like you you can't play the video game by watching a let's play you have to you know get your own copy of the game to actually mm -hmm. like experience the game for yourself and and in a sense you could still be a fan of the game if you like the story or something like that you know but what I'm saying yeah, is that then, you can't say you're a fan of the gameplay. Yeah, yeah, makes, yeah. that would make no sense if you did. Yeah, <laughs> some games have terrible gameplay but really good stories. You know, it, it just depends on the game. Sometimes, not not very often, but sometimes it can happen. <laughs> yeah, but that's just a case by case. But, it's a case by case yeah. basis, you know. But I, I I couldn't see someone. I mean, I I couldn't see someone say, "Oh, I love the 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 combat," and I've never actually played it. That's some little weird. I don't know why anybody would actually say something like that, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, get it. Yeah, because if it has a good story, and I and I, and actually in that point I could understand it, because if a game has really good gameplay, but the story, well, or, uh, let me, sorry, flip the script. If, it, if a game has a really good story, but the gameplay is awful, but you, like, want to experience the story, then I could understand why you don't, like, want to watch a Let's Play or something like that. <laughs> Um, but also something like, but also something like Persona. Like also, uh, there's also anime adaptations of it. So like, you can just watch the anime if you didn't want to play the game. <laughs> That's true too. Yeah, I've seen clips of it like on YouTube for like the anime adaptation. Actually, I thought they were like, wait, doesn't doesn't Persona though have like anime cutscenes? Like, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah four has a really good anime actually adaptation. I think it's pretty good, but five. No, no, we if you, you got the game. There's no reason to watch it. It's pretty shitty. But um, that's another conversation. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, some people it just depends. And then then there's also like there's also like you know some people that don't really play Sonic games, but they like everything, like you know, like all that shit. But like I don't know, it depends. Yeah, maybe well, <laughs> how big the game is. Well, Sonic, you know, the thing about Sonic is that there's different, you know, mediums. Uh, uh, mediums of yeah, entertainment exactly. for Sonic besides like video games there's <laughs> cartoons there's that one anime series Sonic X there's f the fucking comic books the comic series has been going on around since you know oh, forever comic books. like I know the Archie yeah, comic series like recently concluded but you know IDW picked it picked up Sonic with their own uh, comic series so it's mm -hmm. um, it, it's something so Sonic you can still say you're a fan of Sonic 
but you might not yeah. have played the video games. Maybe you read the comics or watched one of the and even like po- even like Pokemon because it's like a huge large anime trading card game. It could be anything like you know big franchises, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's a, a separate thing because again, Pokemon, uh, uh, Sonic, those those anime. have other medians. Uh, those. Those exist in other mediums besides video games. Like what I the the question I was posing was, can you be a fan of a video game if you even if you've never played it, you've only seen you've only watched like a let's play of it, can you still say you like you're a fan? I mean, that's of just that? a yeah. I mean, it's just a pretty vague question. I don't know. I mean, that's what I was and like like what do you think you do? Like you see a like you watch a let's play of like. I don't know. I don't know what you think. I don't really watch Let's Plays anymore. But <laughs> like, 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 what do you mean? Well, <laughs> like, I, I got my. I, well, what I mean is that, like, an example. You're okay. So you're a fan of a, you know, you're you're a fan of a movie. You know, if you're a fan, that means you like that movie. You enjoy the movie, or you enjoy the film franchise. Normally, yeah. if if you think of someone who would be a fan of a video game or, or a fan of a video game franchise, you would think that would mean that they're a fan of those video games because they played it, because they enjoy those games, they enjoy playing those games. But what if if it, what if they're a fan? Not bec- can someone be can consider themselves a fan? Not because they played it, but because they watched it. They watched someone else play the video game, well, you know, you know, through let's plays and whatnot. Yeah. Can you still like, give say, an, hmm? like give an example? Like what? Like so what? What game would someone be like? This would be playing. Would be saying like, oh, I like this game because I watched let's play of it. Like give an example. Of what you well, mean. I mean, I, I, I mean, I gave <laughs> a couple of examples. I, I gave I, you FNAF, like, what? like Five Nights at Freddy's. Right, some but, people. I mean, I, I already said that. I mean, like, there's all that. Like I, I don't ever want to play those games. I mean, like I don't want to be. I don't. I, I'm not. I don't like stress. So <laughs> I get that. I guess. But uh. <laughs> or and we're like Persona. I, I know. Yeah, you said I already get my anime piece, adaptation like, story, but yeah, things and like that. But if you watch another medium playthrough, you know, if you watched a playthrough of the, of a video game covering that too, could you still say you're a fan of it? I don't know, but uh, uh, well, I mean, what? If you watch the playthrough of it of, with someone, with a let's play with someone commentating all over it, and the experience of the game. I mean, Persona Five is so easy. I mean, you really need to play it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There is like a super easy mode. If you like know I like shit about play, yeah. JRPGs, which is really what I should have chosen when I first started playing Persona Five. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> but uh anyways this seems to be a really thought-provoking question so we probably I know. should I, I tear I'm tearing this question up I'm tearing this question apart and I'm like <laughs> I'm like I'm like making overcomplicating it like I always do oh yeah probably <laughs> I'm, I should probably pre-prep you on what the questions are first so you can like think of an answer cuz you know maybe it's not the best idea to put you on the spot for these things um, I give a good answer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, this one, this this next question should be more straightforward. Um, so you're a big music level lover, and these next couple of questions involve oh, yeah. music. Excuse me. Uh, 
what uh, out of any video game is there a particular video game you know a piece of a soundtrack from a video game a piece of music from a video game that you really like yeah, I mean, a lot of games have great soundtracks. It's a huge part of the game. Well, a lot of times, that that score and you know soundtracks. I, I guess yeah. what? Let me rephrase it uh, so that makes yeah. more sense. Is there? What's your favorite piece of video game music? Uh, it's it's a it's a big one. I, <laughs> uh, is this another thought provoking question? Is know, there's just a lot of there's brain? a lot of good there's a lot there's a lot of good soundtracks out there. I'm trying. I think what what's what are some of the, what are some of the greatest like video game soundtracks that's like out there? I can answer it uh, first if if you still need to think about it. If I okay, can give you, you my can, you can give okay. some examples for what years. So are. me me personally, I really love the Doom soundtrack, but for both Doom and okay. Doom Eternal because I love rock and roll. Like when I go work out, I listen to that all the time. Pretty much, well, not not most of the time I listen to it, but. I love the video game. I love that soundtrack because it makes you feel like a badass. It makes you feel, you know, like you're ready to, you know, kill some demons. It's it's awesome. I love it. It gets it, it gets your blood pumping. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, uh, it, it, and pre- yeah. most of the most of the soundtrack is awesome. Like BFG Division is probably like my personal favorite, but it, it, it's it's that it's a hard rock and roll pump soundtrack that makes you feel like a badass not just when you're playing the game but again like what i was saying before you can listen to it when you're working out or something and it has the same effect so me personally i really love doom again you, you are right there's other pieces of uh soundtracks uh soundtracks that i love too um there's uh actually i can think of this right now is that uh there's one you know what? Fuck it. I'll just save the game I'm playing now because I'm since we're talking about soundtracks. I'm playing uh, Resident Evil Four, and there's a piece of music that I really like. That when you're in certain areas of the game, this like sort of slow ambience theme. It, it sounds really smooth. It's it, it sounds really calm and nice. It's 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 mm-hmm. very like peaceful. It, it it doesn't give you. It's 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 weird. Like. Uh, it, it, you know, this is actually funny. Uh, is that I recently saw a couple different videos. Uh, you, you ever see like those videos on YouTube where it's like t- a ten hour? Here's ten hours of relaxing <laughs> music, relaxing mu- music. There was actually yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I recently f- came across a couple videos like that, like based on horror games. Like there was one where it's like here's some relax relaxing mu- music from silent hill that you can yeah. peacefully like song. listen to and here's oh some... yeah oh did you think so, uh, one of the i mean i i i mean i don't know i was listening because of the horror theme for the first silent hill that, that was one of the best horror soundtracks out of every any game horror game silent the first silent hill yeah i've got like it's got that it's some of the industrial like horror like horror like he's using like dentist drills he's using all these noises and just creating one of the most like intense and just like listen to that like the soundtrack album and it's like some intense like really like crazy shit it's like yeah that's one of the best horror soundtracks that, that that's gotta be up there yeah. I, I don't know i just came to my head that's a really good soundtrack yeah <laughs> and uh, and what i was saying before is that there was like a collection of all like the really peaceful soundtracks from you know silent hill and another one where it was a bunch mm-hmm. of peaceful soundtracks from resident evil 
and uh, it's weird. You don't you don't think of those games and think you know relaxing and peaceful and all of that. But actually, one uh, one video game comes to mind where it's not regarded as a good game, but I I do like the soundtrack is a uh, Sonic 06. That's uh, I was I was thinking about that. One. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if there's one thing that's good about Sonic 06, it's the soundtrack. Like, there's a lot of good songs in uh, in that game. The boss fight music is pretty good. A lot of the level music is also pretty good. Yeah. Actually, I think Sonic games in general, I I love the soundtrack to the Sonic to all the Sonic games, mm-hmm. especially. Yeah, a lot like, of them are really, really like good. the yeah. I I think most of the Sonic games, especially like the Sonic Adventure trilogy, because that that's like, you know, it's like rock pump. You know, it's a, it's a, it's high energy, high pump. It's mm-hmm. uh, it, it makes you feel good, especially like Adventure Two. But uh, and even like Sonic Six, as bad as that game turned out, it still had really good music. You know, like the character themes are awesome. They they got cool character themes for like Sonic Shadow and Silver, for like Sonic Six, and um, I think I think just most of the soundtrack is good. You know what? Uh, you you should if if there's one piece of you know, uh, in terms of Sonic, one piece of video game music you should take some time to listen to is definitely the night stage themes from Sonic Unleashed, because jazz, a lot of them pretty jazzy. Yeah, a lot of them are pretty <laughs> jazzy. But here's the thing: is that in the game you almost never have time to listen to it because oh yeah, it's always gonna get interrupted. True. <laughs> it's always gonna get interrupted by a boss theme. Dunna dunna da 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 dunna da 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 da. So, uh, which is disappointing because it is like some peaceful music. You know, if, mm-hmm. if one thing I wish they did with Sonic Unleashed is that they came up with like a boss theme. They, they came up with an action theme for like every stage to like transition to an action theme back to a jazz theme. To me, that would sound more natural than having like the same like fucking, you know, piece of battle music for every time you you yeah. fight those like shadow monsters or those uh dark Gaia monsters or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, going back to Sonic 06, like I listened to some of that soundtrack. Some of these are actually like legit big pieces of music that have multiple parts, and they just like you think a lot of the songs are like other songs from my earlier games are like these small. Small, like you know, kind of two-minute loops. But some of these are like big songs, like you know, like like Crisis City or the Kingdom Valley, where it's just these huge six-minute pieces. But, like listen to like the Flame Core, like like that 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 song is like a rock. That song jams. You ever heard that from that stage? Oh it's, yeah, like, four minutes long, and I got that guitar solo. Whoo, that's some that's some good shit. That's like, fire. That yeah, I I agree with that. It's, it's and, like it's some guy some guy. Someone put way too much effort in the game, in that game, and it wasn't the developers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's the, the the music composer of all people actually put effort into that game, and I got some <laughs> fan who's making who's who's remaking the entire game for as we speak right now. I, I should I yeah. should talk about that one of these days because the demo the the demo for for the Sonic Six remake is pretty good. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. maybe I'll talk about that after. Uh, at, you know, for like the playthrough segment, I, actually, I might have to replay that because it's been a while. But you know, yeah. Also, also speaking of franchises, I was thinking like Mario, but Mario. A lot of Mario games don't have the, the, the their soundtracks are all right, but you know, they're Mario. But Mario Galaxy though, that mm. soundtrack though, yeah, that's a good soundtrack. That Mario Galaxy good. games, 
With the orchestra, they got the full orchestra and shit. Bruh. Yeah, and actually... I even have the soundtrack on CD. Yeah, and if, if you own a copy <laughs> of Super Mario 3D All-Stars, that actually comes with a digital copy of the of of that soundtrack it comes with this it has the soundtrack for super mario 64 sunshine and galaxy so Mm -hmm. you you have this you own the soundtrack for all of those games so i thought that was a nice touch um maybe it's and another one of my go ahead yeah and another one of my favorite soundtracks has got to be the uh, donkey kong country trilogy on the super nintendo i mean some of the sound like the sound you know the super nintendo 16-bit but they, they're like David Wise was a genius, and uh, Donkey Kong Country Two has got some of the best jam. Even Donkey Kong Country One has got some of these ambient pieces, just to give you goosebumps. So, you know, like, like a lot of these tracks, such a good soundtrack. First two, three is even good, but the f- first two Donkey Kong Country games, best soundtracks on Super Nintendo, still hold up. Yeah, really I love, good. I love slow and peaceful music. But actually, speaking of Mario soundtracks, I actually just remembered something. You, you said you watch. Uh, critical right on YouTube. Do you, you watch him? You watch him? Yeah, on occasion. a little bit. There was. A, did you did you hear about? Did you ever see that video? Where he actually talked about how one of the most heated um, arguments on in YouTube comments ever on any video oh, is like a fuck is a fucking yeah. Paper Mario yeah. soundtrack is is on yeah. a, is on a yeah, Paper Mario soundtrack. Sticker star or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, there there's a. Uh, th- there, there is a common, there is a common thread that gets so fucking heated because there, there's this guy called a, a named Arumaru who's this extremely big asshole to this other guy, to to this one guy who yeah, thought no. this was his big favorite thing. piece of music. <laughs> and then this other guy, John, or some, or something like that, gets into an argument with Arumaru about being such an asshole. And he and they're going back and forth, and he's and they're both just saying he's a he's a big asshole. Like no, fu-, and Armand is just like no fuck you. Uh, John's like oh I oh I know I'm a I'm the bigger man. I know higher tricks, which he's no different than Armand. He feels like he's being this big super social justice warrior. Like oh I know all your tricks. I know all, I know all your trolling tricks. You can't you can't get you can't get me. And it, and it went so long that some a third guy jumped in and was like, "Man, you're being a, a you're you're being a, a uptight asshole, John. You got you got to cut this shit out, man." And they just keep going. John keeps going back and forth with this other guy. It's like, in this, I forget what the other guy is called. It's like, who the, this other guy? What this other guy's name is? But it's like, he, how he he's like. Why? Why you're being such an uptight jackass, John? Why are you doing all this? And and there's this and, and there's this like heated argument back and forth, yeah. uh, like that that's just going on back and forth. And and I, I remember like the the original comment, the the original person who left the comments, like, dude, I just all I said was this was my favorite piece of music. Why is there such a heated argument? Yeah. <laughs> why why are you guys fighting them so ferociously? Uh, on this on this comment that I made, I thought that was amusing. It, it's funny you yeah. think you think out of out of all YouTube videos, uh, uh, the one the one kind of video that have the most heated argument would be on like some political video or something, or some video from a news channel that covered 
politics or, or something about religion or something like that. But no, it's a, a, a Paper Mario theme is, has the most heated debate, has the most heated yeah. argument out of a, anywhere on YouTube. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, this this has been an interesting talk on video game music. And we're not quite done talking about music. If you're okay with me asking you a question that's not video game related because I'm Oh yeah. Sorry, I just I, I again, I didn't have enough news stories. I tried coming up with another question. It's just been an off week for me. I I, I honestly don't know what else to say. It's I it do. is it is what it is. Um so here's the one non video game related question. And and I and I know this is a shocker for like the Tom and Jared gaming show to talk about something not video game related. But don't worry, we'll get back to video games in a second. Here's so here's the question. Is there is there is there a song um that you like that comes from a genre that you typically don't like? Hmm. Genres that I typically don't like. I cuz I like a lot of genres. So it's kind of like it's, it's kind of hard. I mean, I I listen to a lot of what oh, does any It's hard cuz I I mean there's Subgenres I don't like, but like there's, but like genres like I listen to like I listen to a lot of rock, listen to a little rap, listen to a lot of folk, country, and pop. I listen to a lot of R and B. I like. Do you got one? <laughs> I can't think of one right now. I mean, I I've can probably think of a couple. So, excuse me. I'm typically not a big fan of country music, but. Despite that, I but despite that, I'm not a big fan of country. There is a couple of country songs that I do like. The first one is uh, "Take Me Home, Country Roads." That's a catchy tune, and the other one I also <laughs> like is uh, uh, "Hurt" by Johnny Cash. Those those are those are two pretty good songs. I do like those songs. Yeah, but it, and they're country songs. But typically, I'm not a fan of country music. I am, but I'm. I, I don't listen to a lot of the mainstream shit. I, I think every a lot of genres are good, but they just like a lot of the mainstream radio shit is bad. But that's like <laughs> I just got to look for it. But that's just me. I, I listen to a lot of music. I know you're not like the biggest music guy. Like I, I listen to like I've listened to probably over 200 albums that came out this year. I, I'm, I'm probably I probably I'm probably bigger into like listening to music than playing video games personally. Almost I feel like nowadays, but <laughs> but uh. I mean, uh, I can't. I, I couldn't really tell you because I mean, I. I mean, maybe there was this like one time. Hmm. <laughs> if you generally can't think of one, I can, we can just skip the question. And just might as well. To... I mean, I I don't know. I can't. I can't think of anything at the moment. That's fine. Okay, on the top of my yeah, head, maybe maybe I need to prep you on like what the stories are before we actually do them because you seem to like struggle with this. Yeah, <laughs> I can't think. I know, like I probably could have thought of more video game soundtracks, but I just couldn't do it on the spot. I don't think so. All right. <laughs> Next time I'll I'll prep you on what the question is so that you can actually think of an answer, uh, and and All hopefully right. that'll go better. But. Um, we're going to get into the stories again. It's short. There was only like three stories that we can talk about. It's been a slow news week, but again, and I said this for a million times, but 
I I had an off week. I just did not have the energy to actually prepare a whole lot for this podcast this week. Sorry about that, but you know, it is what it is. We're humans. We got shit to do. We got school. We got work, and you know all of that jazz. Uh, and I and I'm and I'm actually putting in most of the work for this podcast because I have to get ready for like the podcast, and I have to then, you know you know, edit the podcast and upload it and all that. But, you know, I digress. Let's move on to the, to, to the story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this one's kind of sad. Uh, uh, the only reason I'm, I'm bringing up this story is because, uh, and, and I should warn you, this is kind of a sad story. Um, the only reason I'm bringing this up, and, and it's not, this happened over two years ago, but the reason I'm bringing it up is because it was recently, you know, it, it received some relevance again on social media, that, and it got people talking about the story again. So, mm-hmm. so what it is somewhat trending again. So, a couple of years ago on, uh, you know, 2018, there was a kid with... Uh, terminal cancer and uh the you know when you have terminal cancer it's not you you don't really know how much longer you're gonna live and uh the the kid was a really big fan of smash brothers um and he knew that there was a new smash brothers game coming out in december and the kid was afraid because he was afraid that he wasn't going to live long enough to be able to play the game, you know, because of his terminal cancer. So some guys, uh, a bunch of guys got in contact with Nintendo of America and they struck a deal with Nintendo mm-hmm. where they'd let the kid play a demo of the game um, a few months early than the rest of the general public. So he did get to play an early copy of of the game. Well, it wasn't the full game, it was just a demo, but they they basically what Nintendo basically gave this kid a a copy of like the the E3 demo, I guess, and, and said here you can have the you can you you and your family can play this copy. And uh yeah, he ba- he got he got a he got a his hands on this a few months earlier than on Smash Brothers a few months earlier than everyone else, and mm-hmm. um, the good news is, and and uh, and turns out it was it was awesome that Nintendo did do this because as it turns out he really wouldn't be get to live to see the release of Smash Ultimate because he ended up passing away um, a few days after he played the demo. Um, and it, and that was so he passed away on September 25th. The game came out in December. I only talk about this story because, like I said, it, it regained some relevance. So I thought I I give my two cents into it. But I, I thought it was such a sad story. I've always wanted to you know talk about it when I first heard about it a couple of years ago, but like I just never had some kind of platform in order, order to do that. And now that I do have that platform, I might as well give my two cents. It is a very depressing story, not a whole lot of jokes and humor in it. But I think if there's one lesson that people should take away from it, it's that life is short. You know, you should love everyone, respect everyone, because at the end of the day, 
you really never know when it's going to be your last day. And I think you should just enjoy life while it lasts. Even if it's only, you only live until up until you only, you only live for 21 years even, which is, it's kind of, it's kind of freaky to think about it because I'm the same age as that kid when he, when he died. And that, and that's something kind of freaky to think about, but you know, just, just uh, enjoy life and have fun, have fun, go, go out with your friends, go out and do stuff, you know, be safe about it. Cause it's, you know, COVID and whatnot, but you know, I just, just don't just live, live life, live happy, just live in the moment. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that, and that's the main thing I wanted to say. Um, unless if, I I don't know if you have any thoughts in the story before we move on, but th- that's pretty much well, all, everything I wanted to say. Couldn't say it any. Couldn't say it any better. <laughs> all right. Well, well, thank you, Jared. All right. Well, I know that was kind of depressing, so I should. I, we we might as well just move on. <laughs> <laughs> just just gonna pull out the next story and. Yeah, we usually we usually don't we usually don't d- dive too deep into serious topics like that. But I think that turned out well. <laughs> I think uh, was pretty well. All right, now now let's make fun of EA. Let, let's get back to the good times. <laughs> so EA, EA recently podcast. got an hmm? or the EA podcast. The EA podcast. First it was the Xbox podcast. And now we're the EA podcast. Mm-hmm. So EA, excuse me, um, EA recently got into some trouble because they were promoting their new uh, FIFA point system where you would buy FIFA points to get these uh, card packs to which you might get, a, I guess, a, a, fo- a soccer player or some boot bo- bonuses or some other stuff. And... It's a loot box based system and most people have agreed to have already agreed that loot boxing is gambling. But what if I told you that EA actually promoted this in a children's magazine mm-hmm. of, of all things? Just like buying a pack of baseball cards. Yeah, so Fun. exactly. <laughs> and uh, let me <laughs> see if I can pull it up because it is ridiculous. So I have the page up now, and here I'll show it. I'll sh- I'll show it to you guys so that you can see it for yourselves. I know it's a bit blurry. I don't have the. Uh, this is going to be a long podcast. I'm probably not going to remember to put this like on the screen somewhere. So here it is. I know it's a bit blurry, but hopefully you guys can see it. So basically, uh, it, this is a page from from a children's magazine advertising FIFA. And it's basically explaining to kids how to play the game. And if you look at step two, if you could see it, step two literally says use F- bought, use FIFA points to open packs. So it's literally telling kids buy FIFA points and, and, and get these loot box packs. So it's encouraging. So it, basically it's encouraging kids to gamble basically. And it's like, these are really, and here's the thing, 
though the kids are super young they're not fully developed mentally like if you get kids to do this you might they might end up getting a a, a gambling addiction from this because it is it is a form of gambling like there there have been stories like there there, there have been stories from from parents where kids their kids were literally emptying emptying their bank accounts because their kids were kept spending money on FIFA. Now, again, that might be because of a generational disconnect. You know, young kids really don't understand the importance of money and needing to conserve it. Baby boomers, you know, old parents typically don't understand uh, how a lot of modern technology works and what you should be using your credit card and debit card information for. And because of those two factors, you'll end up you'll often end up um you'll you'll often uh end up seeing shit like this happen where the the kid the kid ends up spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on their parents credit card on FIFA and the parent had no just has no clue that their kids doing this basically the the kid mm-hmm. doesn't understand the action of his consequences because he kids usually don't can't grasp the concept of the importance of money and the parents don't don't get the how their how their kids can abuse their their credit card their credit cards to be able to buy up all of these points so but you know regardless i i think it's really stupid to it not just not just that you know they're advertising to kids, which in itself is scummy because you're advertising gambling to kids, and you could get them addicted to this at an early age. But also, but but also along with that is a, uh, you know, it, the game is rated E for everyone. Like, or in the in the UK or in Europe, it's rated Peggy three, which means three year olds and older can play the game. And this is literally gambling. You know, there's a Pokemon game that's rated Peggy twelve. Which means that it's twelve and older, and the reason it's rated Peggy twelve is because there's there's many games in it that resemble gambling that are similar to gambling. This is actually gambling, and it's Peggy three and up. Does that make any sense to you? How does that make sense to anyone? I've talked I've talked more about loot boxes on this podcast and i've ever thought about it in my life i never <laughs> think about loot boxes ever <laughs> and it just keeps popping in the news man i don't, I don't <laughs> know why but it just keeps popping in the news but if you don't have anything to add about it we can just move <laughs> no, on because I, I, I pretty much said my piece yeah guy i didn't even i didn't even read the news story i, I basically got everything i said out of the way something uk magazine like it yeah oh yeah and that's the thing too is that the uk is starting to regulate this shit which is bad too especially because they own fifa which soccer is really popular over in the uk or well they're weirdos they call it football <laughs> but uh football so they they really rely on the uk you know market to, to like buy the fifa yeah. games yeah and if they're starting to regulate it, that that's going to screw over EA if they regulate the boot loot boxes because the UK is actually calling out the the uh, EA on this on their bullshit. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, come on. Don't don't you just hate it when your fucking phone crashes crashes when you're trying to upload open up the next article? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh, All yeah. the time now. Yeah, just keep filling in the noise because I'm probably not gonna edit this out. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Epic. Okay, here it is. All right. So. All right. So this. So the next story is that. Ooh. Needed to stretch there. Um, so the so the third and final story of the day is uh, Spider Man. We talked about Spider Man remastered last week, and we talked a little bit about it. Um, we talked a little bit about it um, last week to this particular story. Mm-hmm. But uh, last week we were discussing um, Spider Man Miles Morales and uh, the fact that there's this new. Um, loot box system oh not loot box uh you're right we talk about loot boxes too much um there's this new system where um uh, i just had a brain fart uh okay let let me start over so last week we talked about how uh for for spider-man miles morales if you got the ps5 version uh, the ultimate edition from Miles Morales, you got Spider-Man remastered by default. And as far as Sony and Insomniac Games have said, that's the only way you can get Spider-Man remastered. And you can't, you can't take your your PS4 copy of Miles Morales and upgrade it to a PS5 copy of Miles Morales. You can do that, but you can't do that with Spider-Man. You can't take your PS4 copy of Marvel Spider-Man and upgrade it to a copy of the remastered. And you can't even buy the remastered singularly. You have to buy it as part of the expansion for Miles Morales. Um, I I said, I said my piece. I thought that was scummy, but that's not what we're talking about. We're actually going to talk about, we went a little bit into this last week, but uh, there we now there's more information about it. Uh, so they so for Spider-Man Remastered, the, the PS5 remaster of Spider-Man PS4, um, they changed the facial model for Peter Parker in the PS5 version of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and I hate it. I'll, I'll say it straight <laughs> up, I hate this new facial model. It looks really weird. So first of all. He looks way too young. Spider-Man is supposed to be in this particular version of of Spider-Man. Spider-Man has been doing his thing for a few years at this point. He's done he's out of high school, he's already graduated college and now he's working as an intern as a scientist. He's uh, he he lives he lives he lives on his own in, in his own apartment. He's a regular Joe doing like regular Joe things. He's like in his early twenties. He he's twenty three in the game, so he's like an early adult. But the fucking this new facial model makes him look like he's a he's too young. He makes him look like how Spider Man was in high school, and uh, mm-hmm. he he looks he looks just way too young. Like I mean, he he looks like 
he should still be in high school. He 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 looks like newbie Spider Man. Like he's just starting out being Spider Man when he's in high school, not how he is now as Spider Man. Like it looks like a lot of people have pointed out that it, it looks like Tom Holland, pretty much. Yeah, it pretty much does. <laughs> and that might be what they were they would have were going for, and what Insomniac Games was going for. But if they were, it was the wrong decision because this is not the same Spider-Man as Miles as uh, the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Because Tom Holland Spider-Man is is the iteration where he's still in high school and he's still doing this stuff. This is a, a Spider-Man who's who's already, you know, a few years uh, down, you know, in his prime. He's in, he's in his early twenties. He's already a young adult, and the first model fit that perfectly. There was nothing wrong with it. This this makes it just look worse, if anything else, because again he he looks too young, and, and it sounds weird. I watched a cutscene of uh, uh from Spider Man PS4 with this new facial model, and it sounds so weird because he looks young, but he sound but he sounds older. You know what I mean? It's, it sounds really off. Yeah. I'm looking so, at the video right now. <laughs> yeah, doesn't like, it look weird? Uh, let's see. Let's look at the comparison video. Whenever, whenever, you're, whenever you're ready, just tell us what you think. It's because I, I hate this new, I, I hate the new uh, facial model design. Okay. Mm. I mean, I mean, I don't have like that strong of a reaction. Like, I don't care that much, but like, I'm like, oh, but uh, I get why. I mean, yeah, it looks it looks a lot. Look, it looks a lot less detailed by the video I'm looking at. It looks a lot like brighter and like yeah, look as like yeah. And if you hear like the voice. Like the voice does not sound right because with the face, because he sounds older than he actually looks. Like Spider Man looks like he belongs in some shitty uh, CW CW rom com. Like he's like he's supposed he looks like a young teenage pretty boy. It does I not mean, fit. Tom Holland's like in this. Almost, I think he's he's pretty old and he looks like a high schooler. <laughs> that's but, uh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But again, he's supposed to look like a high schooler for his video. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but this is someone who's supposed to look like they're older, and in that sense, it's like it doesn't really work. Like the reason Tom Holland works for Sp- for high school Spider Man is because he looks young. Uh, this 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 new facial model does not work for a Spider Man who's supposed to be in his early twenties. He looks older. That's that's how he's supposed to look like. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, by the video, it didn't, it didn't look like. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I get it. It doesn't look. It. I don't see why if it's not broke, don't fix it. As I exactly. say, exactly. Like, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> There's no reason they had to do this. It's I. It's stupid. Am I still? I, look, I still might get Spider-Man remastered one of these days once I have a PS5. If I get the Ultimate Edition from Miles Morales, maybe I'll play it that way. But I really hate this, the direction they're taking with this. And excuse me, the thing is too is that Insom- Insomniac Games responded to the criticism, and they they didn't say they were going to change it. It's like, look, we get that some fans are pissed off, but we think that 
this new facial model fits better with Peter Parker, and this is probably the good direction we're going to go for in the future with uh, future Spider-Man games. And it's like, I get that it's their game. They can do what they want. But at the same time, I feel like you need to listen to the fans of that game too to know what they want. And a lot of fans aren't happy with this new facial design. It it does, and I, and I get why it just does not fit the character at all. Like if they were trying to go for someone who looked like Tom Holland, that was a terrible choice. Because again, this is not Tom Holland Spider Man. This is an older Spider Man, a different variation, iteration of Spider Man, one that's older, one that that's gone through the shit as Spider Man. Uh, it's, I don't know, man, this, this was, this, this was not a good choice on Insomniac's part. Yeah. Anyways, I, I know I went on a bit of a rant. I guess we should move on to, I guess, the, I guess our next segment, well, more getting... passionate than I was. I'm about it. <laughs> hey man, I, I love Spider-Man PS4. All right. It, it, it was like, it was mm-hmm. one of the few games I ever 100% completed where I did yeah. all the all the quests and all that. So they messaged I, your baby. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Says says the guy with the neck beard. I'm just kidding. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I was gonna shave tonight. Damn. Okay. Got me. You got got him. I'm a gamer. Okay. All you need is a fedora hat. Yeah. And then and then you 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 to be perfect. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, hello, my lady. Uh, hello, my lady. <laughs> all right. So we'll move on to the next segment, which is uh, your. Actually, we'll, no. We'll we'll do the pay, play playthroughs first, and then we'll conclude it with your uh, collection. So I'll start out the play the game I'm doing currently doing a playthrough of. I guess I'll talk about a couple different games. Um. So I I uh. Last week I be uh we uh and I'm gonna see if I can look it up. Um, uh, blah blah blah. blah. I'm just trying to fill in dead air. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whoop, whoop, whoop. Okay, here we go. Yes. All right, so the. So I, I, I beat a couple of different... There's one game I beat and one game I'm currently doing a playthrough of. The yeah. first game that I did a playthrough of, and I don't have a physical copy on it, so I'll just show it to you on my phone. The first game I beat for Spooky October or Spooky Tober or Spooktober. I can't think of a clever way of saying a spooky Halloween October. You get what I mean. It's the month of Halloween. <laughs> We, we play horror games. I beat one horror game, and I'm currently playing through a semi-action, semi-horror game. I already said it. But the horror game I recently beat, and this is also kind of a semi-action, semi-horror game, is mm-hmm. Condemned Criminal Origins. Oh, yeah. I have that game. And uh, cool. I never... Yeah. And I never talked about it last week, but this is a really... But this... But th- this is a really fun game. Hmm. Um, This is a... Uh, Basically, it's like this. Uh, it's a psychological thriller slash horror. You you play as this uh, detective named um, 
what's his name? I forget. Um, uh, something Thomas. I forget what his first name is. But Thomas is an ex-FBI agent who was framed for murder by a serial killer who killed two detectives who were investigating a crime. And uh, this, the, the ex-FBI agent Thomas has to go on this uh, hunt for clues and, and capture the serial killer and clear his name. Um, the game is pretty interesting. Basically, like, what it is, I, I get it. It's, just, it's a psychological thriller. The game basically takes you throughout all the various levels that are dark, they're very like cramped and cornered, and uh, what 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 gives the game its scare appeal is the enemies. The enemies can jump out from basically anywhere. Like you never really know where the enemies can come out. And I think the best example of this is there's, it's not really much of a spoiler, but I'll I'll, I'll say what it is. There's one level where you're going through this mannequin store, and there's all these different creepy creepy ass mannequins some of those mannequins are are not actually mannequins but they're enemies disguised as mannequins and they'll get the jump on you when you least expect it like i've gotten pretty scared during this this, this is actually a pretty terrifying horror game i, I like how how it can how it can get at you anywhere and it's like fuck and then and, and then you just shoot someone because you you just uh you, like you're not sure where it's coming from or you might be hallucinating and you and you end up like wasting bullets because you thought it was like an enemy or something because that can yeah. happen too sometimes you uh there's different like weapons of the game uh that have that that range from speed damage action and weight or not weight there was like a fourth thing i forget and each weapon has its own stats You'll mostly be using melee weapons in this game. There are like guns in it, but there's but they're few and far between. There's your standard pistol. There's a shotgun, a pump shot or, or a sawed-off shotgun. But you also have a rifle and a submachine gun. But those last two guns you don't really see until near the end of the game. So it's mainly mainly those first three guns that you mainly use. And you're probably not going to be using those guns a lot because those guns do not hold that very few bullets at all. And mm-hmm. uh, you're not going to you're not going to be using those guns like the like the shotgun, for example. The most bullets that carries is like five bullets, and you can't find more bullets once the, once you're out. You're out. You have to switch. You gotta go find. You either use that gun as a melee weapon or you find a diff- different weapon. Because you can't, you can't. Excuse me, you can't hold on to ammo in this game. Like the reload button, the button that would normally be used as the reload button is used to see how much ammo you have left. Uh, so it's it's a pretty freaky game in that regard. Um, yeah, you'll you'll so because of that, you'll mostly be using melee weapons and shit. Because the only way you can get more ammo is if you find a different, if you find another gun that has more ammo and sometimes it doesn't it just has less ammo the melee weapons vary there's different types of melee weapons there is light heavy weapons and heavy based melee weapons again they vary in stats on what guns do what kind of damage um uh, there's like you know the fire axe the 
uh, sledgehammer. There's two by four stick. You can get use signs as you, you can grab big ass signs and use them as weapons. There's a, there's a large variety of weapons you can use of melee weapons and you can use something that does kind of annoy me though is that you can only carry one weapon at a time you can't carry two weapons like you could in most fps style games which kind of annoys me a little bit because there are some weapons that you need to get to the next part of a level like sometimes there's a door that's locked and the only way you can get past that door is if you have a certain weapon to break past that door like you'll you might need a sledgehammer or you might need like a fire axe and sometimes which is kind of annoying because if you're using a gun or something you might have to give up that weapon just so you can get the new gun and then to get that weapon so you can break down that door and progress mm. um the the enemies don't respawn either once you've killed the enemy the enemy's gone for good unless you've they'll they'll more enemies won't come unless you've you, you've progressed, won't return to an area unless you've progressed throughout the mission to a certain point. Then you might then you'll see enemies respawn again unless until you get rid of them. But again, this game can be really scary. Can get the, the game's scariness comes from the fact that it's really claustrophobic and you really don't know where they come from. Like. I got I've gotten scared just because like there there was an enemy just next to me and I just happened to look over and I just see him like <laughs> fuck and then I ended up you know shooting him or you know killing him or whatever <laughs> and uh, it's it's a really scary game it's is it it's not the best horror game ever I mean it's, it's pretty good for what it is yeah. like graphics graphically it isn't the best but it, it's not entirely you know the developer's fault because. You have to keep in mind that this was an early seventh generation console game. So it was a launch title for the 360. <laughs> it was. Oh, was it? I did not know that. It was. Well, that was cool. I didn't. I did not know that was a launch title title for the 360. But uh, yeah, this this was an interesting. It, um, Criminal Origins, Condemned Criminal Origins. I give it a. Th I give it a thumbs up. It's a pretty interesting game. I, I, if you're into horror games, I recommend giving it a shot, because it, it does feel like a survival horror. Your weapons are limited. Surprisingly, though, the only weapons that break are the guns if you try to use them as melee weapons, because they take damage after a while. The melee weapons never take damage after you use them for a while, which I thought that was kind of weird. I mean, <laughs> I guess I think you can. I guess you can make the argument that because they're melee weapons, they're supposed to be like unbreakable. But even like in other like survival survival games, survival horror games, like your your melee weapon will break after you use it for a cert for a cert for a while, but not the melee weapons in this game, which is kind of weird. But uh, mm -hmm. that that's uh, Condemned Criminal Origins. I give it a thumbs up. Go check it out. Anyways, the other game I played, and I'm I'm not gonna bother trying to uh, look up a you know a, an image of it. The other game I'm playing right now is Resident Evil Four. Uh, and uh, I talked about it a little bit. I said I I stopped playing because of the tank controls. I've gotten a lot more used to the tank controls. I think I was a bit impatient at first because I, one I wasn't used to playing games in that control style, but also I think at the time I really wanted to play Fable Two, and my Xbox had to update or something. I only just played it to try it out, 
but then after I played it, I I started um, getting into Resident Evil Four because that really that was the game I really you know wanted to get into. Um, and I I would say Resident Evil Four is definitely a good game. I I'm not a big fan of tank control still, but it did took it, it took a while to get to getting used to. And at the end of the day, I really did like it. Um, uh, combat's pretty good. You've got various different weapons. It's not like earlier resident evil games it's it's a lot more this one it's, it's still an element of horror but it's still more action oriented which it's not the first time i think uh resident evils five and six they went completely action based from my understanding I've, but i've never played those games uh but yeah resident evil 4 is more it takes more takes it more into an action driven style and i think i know and i and i know why they, they did it it's because the developers they wanted to make Resident Evil 4 into a game that would get new people into the franchise. new That, that would attract new fans. And me, I'll personally say, I, I did play the original Resident Evil. Well, not the original one, the remake to the original, like the GameCube remake. Um, I wasn't a big fan. I played it a couple different times. The first time I played it was for the GameCube, and then the other time I played it was... Uh, when it when it came when the remake came out uh to the ps4 and you could play it through via the ps4 mm -hmm. i wasn't a big fan of it i was not a big fan of like the style of the game like i got lost so easily and it, it was really easy to get to just get confused about where you were supposed to go so for that yeah. reason i just kind of got bored with it but but Resident Evil Four, if you're not into that kind of game, it's a lot more easy to pick up with uh, Resident Evil Four because that's a lot more action oriented. And look, once you get used to the tank controls, it's a pretty fun game. Uh, uh for the most part, I I'd say it's pretty it's a pretty fun game. Um, if you're not if you, if um, there's there's different guns you can use, different guns you can buy from this uh, merchant guy. He he's a pretty fun character. Like I like how he talks. He's like, "What are you buying? What are you buying? What are you buying?" Yeah, he's a he's a fun character. You can buy all sorts of guns from him. You can buy ammo, uh, first aid sprays, and you can buy upgrades to different guns. And he's he's a fun character overall. I, I will say this though, uh, and 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 it's it's a good game. I pick it up. I can't give an honest review until I've actually beaten it. But I'd say even if you're not a, a Resi fan. If you want to get into the Resident Evil series, but I, I would say go for Resident Evil 4 because that's uh, more action-oriented. You can try going to the first game if that's your thing. You know, just traditional traditional um, uh, uh, horror survival. If, if traditional survival horror is your thing, then sure, go for the first game. But if not, then, you know... Tr pick up like Resident Evil 4 because that might be the better game for you to start out with. Mm -hmm. Um I and, and I, I want to say something real quick just to cuz I'm so pissed off about this. I was yeah. playing the game yesterday and I just got past this really difficult part. It took uh -huh. me like two or three three or four times to get past that part. I finally got it after like the fifth try. But as soon as I was getting past that part, the game fucking crashed. 
and Oof. not only did I have to replay that, there was a crap ton of other progress that I lost. And I was so mad because that took forever to complete. And I also have to redo a whole bunch of other shit. So that really pissed Damn. me off. But, you know, besides, I, that's probably not going to happen. Hopefully that won't happen with you if you just choose to play Resident Evil 4. But yeah, that's a fun game. And anyways, that's my segment. Those those are so those are the two games I've got I had for this week. Yeah. So Jared, if you want to move on to your segment and talk about what cool and exciting games you have, go I'd say go for it. Yeah. I've played a little bit of Resident Evil 4. I, I haven't played it in years. But uh I I I'll probably talk if I ever have to talk about games I've been playthroughing of, I'd probably do it when I've actually beaten the game so I don't so I don't have to go on forever for myself because I have to go through these games that I gotten. I don't want to make my segment too long. But I'm gonna go through a couple of just new games I got. I'm doing I did start some playthroughs, but I'm not gonna talk about them until I get farther. Yeah, beat that's them beat them. That's actually fair. I th- I think I should start doing that too. I, I probably shouldn't talk about a video game until I actually beat it. Maybe I'll talk about. No, I say I say yes. Say you should probably do it because you you're so you don't have to go through a bunch of new pickups like I do <laughs> so to make your segment a little longer. I might as well go for too long if I start talking about all the games I played plus the new games. Right. Um, yeah. Don't want to make it like way too uh, uh, long. So I just went. So um, my rule is that I'm only going to talk about games that I've I've pretty much beaten. So, yeah, that's so fair. I'll make it a little easier for myself. Think, for myself. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, you know what? I agree with that. I, sh- I should, I should, and I actually hold that same opinion that you shouldn't talk about. Re- you shouldn't write an official review of the, of a game until you've actually well, beaten it. I mean, you can give first impressions. I wasn't saying that, but that, yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah. What I'm I mean, sure, that. you can't give in that. Yeah. The first game kind of well with Criminal Origins that kind of was a review just because I did beat it, and I'm just giving my thoughts. Resident yeah, yeah. Resi Four. I was just giving what my impressions were. Like, th- like this is yeah, how I feel about the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go through some of the new stuff I have. Nothing too crazy. Only got a few things. Uh, first ones is a uh, random PlayStation Two games. Uh, Dynasty Warriors Four and Five. Empires. I don't know. More. Ooh. There's so many Dynasty Warrior games that exist. Those are just two more. I, I don't know. They, 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 they're everywhere. Just like. I don't. I don't even know. There are just so many. And then uh, another PlayStation Two bed. game, uh, Rayman Three, the third Rayman game. No one talks about this one. I don't know if it, I, would, I mean play, Rayman Two and One are good. I've never heard anybody talk about Three, but it looked good though. So I don't know. Yeah. And then a, a PlayStation One game that I got was a. Uh, uh, ever heard of a game called Pinobi? It's like a 2D platformer with a B, and like when he jumps, double jumps or whatever, he gets a, he gets a big head for some reason. It looks super weird. <laughs> that's that's what that is. Nice. <laughs> weird ass 2D platformer. Uh, so up in the one three sixty game, uh, uh, Far Cry Instincts Predator. I didn't know what this was, but this is like a remake of the first Far Cry, Far Cry Thanks. One on three sixty. Yeah, I think I've heard about that one, and I, I think I know why that game ex- exists. Is because the first Far Cry game had a lot of issues, like a lot of technical issues, mm-hmm. and I think that was oh. to like redo the first game to try and make it better, basically. Okay. Which makes sense because it, it ended up turning into a franchise. Because now there's like a, I think there's like a sixth Far Cry game coming out. Um, yeah. Yeah, like sometime That's this the year. Very first. 
then I got a new Wii U game. It's, not, it's from a series I don't really care for, but, you know, I didn't have it. It's a Mario, you know, Mario Sonic Olympic Winter Games. I don't know. Just a Wii U game I didn't have. Kind of yeah. random. I don't really care. I never cared for the series. I played the first one. When I was a kid, I, I did not like it at all. Mm. I, just, I was not into it. I think the Winter Game is considered, God. like, the best one in the series because that has, like, the most mini games yeah. and whatnot. And Ooh, variations that one. Of yeah, stuff. the one on the Wii. I don't know about the Wii U one, but the Wii one, you know, people really like that Wii U one with the games. But uh, who knows? Then two PS4 games. Uh, uh, they're pretty much just like the normal shelf shit I get. Another Tales game, you know, the ones like I got last week, Tales yeah. of is it Berseria. You know, I have every Tales game on, on PS4. Action RPG, pretty nice. And then I got this one because it's kind of uncommon. It's a, it's a, it's a Dynasty Warriors spinoff. Based off a manga and an anime I've never watched, but my friends really like it. It's called uh, Berserk and the Band of the Hawk. Based off the you know the anime yeah, and the manga, anime, yeah. the same name. I didn't know they made a video a, game. Yeah, go ahead. It's a yeah. It's based. It's a basically a Dynasty Warriors clone, like you know, Pyro mm. Warriors, like Dynasty sense. Warrior Gundam. Makes sense considering the kind of anime that Berserk is. I could see it having a yeah, Dynasty Warriors. It's a retelling of the. Retelling of like the original, the first saga or something like that. Interesting. And uh, uh, the last two games, the GameCube game is actually one of the, I got a new first party title for the GameCube. I think this is made by the Nintendo themselves, or it's called uh, Custom Robo. It's like this robot fighting game. You can like customize robots and uh, they fight and stuff. Look kind of cool. Not kind of an obscure GameCube game. Made by Nintendo, though. It's a first-party game. Interesting. Uh, Looked kind of cool, but, you know, never, no one's ever talked about it. And then the last game I got is a... Uh, I think it's about, it's about... A, I got it in a trade. It's about a $70 game for PlayStation 3. It's kind of pricey. Damn. Hard to find. Uh, I got it in a trade. It's, uh, you know... Uh, it's, it's probably from a series I probably talked too much about. Uh, but it's uh, uh, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. It's the sequel to Persona 4 Arena. Is that a fighter? Because I remember there was like a yeah, fighting it's the, game. It's the, yeah, it's the, it's the fighting game. It's a uh, sequel to it. Uh, with more more characters, more content, new story. It's basically Persona 4 Arena, but more content. But the, uh, direct sequel, new stuff, probably the definitive version. People people really like this game. Yeah. It's And it's pretty pricey. I think but, I own uh, the first, yeah. I'm, yeah, ahead. I haven't been able to play these because I, I want to beat Persona 3, but no. I got that. I ha- and so I got a big PS3 game off the list. Trying to get all the pricey PS3 games out of the way before they get too pricey. They're at the cheapest point they are. But so that was pretty much all the little little games I got. Hmm. I'm hoping to maybe beat a horror game or something so I can talk about it next week. But you know, probably not. <laughs> I really. I, I, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Once I beat, if I still have time left in October. After I beat uh, Resident Evil 4, I'm thinking about maybe doing a playthrough of uh, the first Silent Hill game because that's one I've, I've always wanted to play. Just because I've heard how scary well, it was. I've, I've actually, yeah, I've, I've actually been watching. Uh, there, there's a YouTuber named Nitro Rat talking, talk, who's a he's oh, one yeah, of those he's video gamers. He, he's made a lot of videos on the games from the Silent Hill series because it's a, uh, mm-hmm. it's actually is. He's, he, it's actually his uh, second favorite uh, video game franchise. 
Um, it's funny. He actually talked about how he got into the Silent Hill franchise. Basically, a buddy of his bought the Silent Hill, the first Silent Hill game off the PlayStation Store. His buddy told Nitro that was like the scariest game he's ever played and he couldn't beat it. Nitro decided to buy buy the game for himself off the, off the PlayStation Store, and he loved it so much that he he ended he bought uh, all the games from the series. Like mm-hmm. he's played all the all the Silent Hill games. Yeah, um, I'm currently on three. I need to beat that so I can talk about it. I've beaten the first two. You know, I'm playing through three, but I haven't yeah. played in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because I know I I can play the. Uh, I can play Silent Hills two and three via the HD collection, but uh, please don't, don't, don't. Okay, <laughs> okay. It's the worst version. It, it, it's they're butchered ports. PS three version maybe has patches, but for two, but don't play three on PS three or Eastern or Master. It's a butchered port. They're they're shitty. They're lazy and just tear and just not good. It's just a bastardized version of the games. They put no love into those. I've actually heard 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 that before, and you know I'll keep that in mind. And two, also, and also two, basically, uh, they they couldn't get the original. They didn't have the original source code anymore, so they used the you make it. They used this. They used the uh, the source code of a prototype build for the second game because they, they didn't have the source code for the first uh, the actual game. So that was cool. Well, uh, you know, I did hear that it was it was a, <laughs> they were, it was a shitty port, but you know I'll keep that in mind. Uh, it's. It, it, Honestly, I didn't want to play Resident Evil's two and three. I actually wanted to start with the first game. So what I'm thinking, what I'm probably gonna do is, I'm probably gonna play it on an emulator. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I I don't have I have a PS3, but I don't know. I think I might have lost like the power cord to it because I can't plug it in. Even if I could, I I'd still have to buy it. Excuse me, off the PlayStation Store not be annoying to do um so you know trying to get it running on an emulator might be easier for me uh, either that or see if i could find a uh you know fucking a, a playstation copy of it somewhere and then getting what's the game the first silent hill you know for the, oh yeah the game's like that game's like a hundred dollars yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i'm I, I think i'm just gonna see if i can get it running on an emulator and then i'll I'll play it that way. Hopefully, it'll it'll work fine. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, th- this is uh, I guess this has been an episode of the Tom and Jared Gaming Show. We yes, sir. I'd say we had a very eventful episode, even though it might have not been the most content filled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but do you have any final thoughts, you know, Jared, before we conclude today's you know today's week of the podcast? Uh, boo! Um, <laughs> oh, you scare me! <laughs> All right, um, you guys have been great, g- great, uh, great, great episode. We'll see y'all later. Bye bye. See ya. So I know we just ended the episode of the podcast, but I just want to add on one more quick thing before we officially end it. It's urgent. It's urgent. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog two. The classic Sig- Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for Sega Genesis is free on Steam. So yes. go pick it up now. If, if you're a PC gamer, go pick up Sonic 2 while you still have the chance. Because now it's free on Steam. I don't know how long this is going to last, but this is probably not going to last long. So get, so get Sonic 2 while you still can.
Yeah, it's not available on anything else. Totally, it's not like the most like <laughs> spread across game ever. You need to get it now, and that's now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Now, but it's but but for right now, Steam's the only place where you can get it for free and legal. So emulation, not counting emulation, Steam, it, it, you can get it for free legally on Steam now. So go take that deal while you, while you still get the chance. Uh, yes. Yes. You might have missed out on the Batman, the the Batman collection thing that Epic Store had, which basically included three of the Arkham games and three Lego Batman games all for free. And if you missed out on that, that's fine. You you poor sucker if you missed out on that. But you, you can still get Sonic 2 if while you get the chance. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, now this podcast is officially over. See y'all later. Exactly. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to watch the Tom and Jerry Gaming Show, be sure to check it out on the Tom Boom YouTube channel. We premiere new episodes every Saturday at 6.15 p.m. And we'll go up on other podcast platforms like this one shortly afterwards. I'll see you all next time.